Tell me, tell me, El Kitaro, truly, how you feel about that. No, I can't get apart. It's like you burn the world. It's dark matter and El Kitaro. Thank you very much. It's 6.30 here in the morning on a Saturday morning. Lovely Saturday morning. Unusually warm weather here in Tokyo. How are you, my friend, Iceman? I'm fine, for goodness sake. Do you know what? I don't know how it is in your part of the world, but we got snow. Ooh. We got tons and tons of snow, and that hasn't been here for years. So it's a white Christmas for Iceman. That's, that's funny because this today supposedly we're gonna have summer weather here in December. Oh. Wow! And anybody says, "Are you in Northern Hemisphere?" <laughs> yeah. If you take a line straight across to Europe, I think we're somewhere in France, maybe. Oh, we're that north. Cool. Because I had an interview with, with Evil Demon, and he's from um, Australia, and mm. he was like, "Yeah, I had like." 29 degrees in my office right now. Yeah. <laughs> Love them. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're on the border. I'm in the on the border between France and Spain-ish. But yeah, yeah Australia is weird because it gets warmer than more north you go. I never understood that. Yeah, well. You go north, it gets warmer. It's just like, huh? <laughs> yeah, south is a cold place. Why? South yeah. is a warm place. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> So once again, Dark Matter is missing. Um, he's missing in action. I, uh, oh, our partner in crimes is gone. I'm so sorry for that. I'm... He's like, he's like, screw you guys. I'm gonna go to the beach. The last couple of videos we have released have been a stellar success, especially the Flipper one, and uh, people seem to love Flipper content. So we're considering of rechanging the show to the Flipper shit show, and we only cover Flipper news all day long or every week. Okay. We're gonna have an intro with yes, dolphin sounds, yeah, you know, yeah, you know, yeah. the grand blue, you know, it's like, oh, look, you can capture signals. Mm. Speaking of which, I heard that Dark Matter was at Black Hat AU in London right now at the Arsenal. Pavel and the genuine flipper people were actually doing demonstrations of flipper there. Speaking yeah, I heard, of flipper, I heard, yeah, I heard that was uh, that went that went insanely popular. So I saw the picture. It was like crazy people. Yeah, so, yeah. I think we'll see more flipper in the news. Um, you know, I did find a couple of news articles of schools trying to find out what the device that all the kids are using. <laughs> I'm just like, oh god, <laughs> it truly has reached that state. I wonder how many people ask for a flipper for Christmas this 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 Christmas, and how many will actually get one because yeah. you know supply and demand, man. Yeah. I survived a week of hell. My family all came down with the flu, um, despite the fact that they were vaccinated for the flu. Uh, turns out this year's flu is especially strong. And even with well, that sucks, man. I'm so sorry for you. I hope they all well. Dude, Microsoft might have their patch Tuesdays. I had vomit Tuesdays. <laughs> it's just like everywhere. Turns out my little cat, too much information here now. My you know? cat is going like, "Oh, everybody vomiting. Me too." It's just blah, hairball, you know, just like oh, God. You have a big swab going around. Like, yeah, ah. I was just like, I was like, this house is now 
considered a biohazardous zone right now. <laughs> this house is possessed. Uh, work has been catching up with me. Um, end of the year is always a bit busy for me because my Western clients, they shut down for Christmas, but Japan shuts down after Christmas. So I'll, almost two weeks of work that can be done in toward late December till early January. Because when Japan shuts down over the New Year's, it truly shuts down. There's like banks closes, ATMs are shut down. Um, I don't know if it's because I've been speaking to you or something like that, but all of a sudden my, 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 my feeds everywhere on the social media, different platforms, it's not showing me links of, to of you know, how, how good it is to live in Tokyo, how, how decently cheap it is to live in Tokyo and how no, decent people are. No they are listening that. into they everything. Are listening in <laughs> it's gotten more open since the last 10 years or so. But when I was a kid, it really shut down for like two weeks, Japan. Yeah. Like people go to the office on like the 27th and that's the last day. And they wouldn't come back until like the 8th or the 7th. And during wow. that time, nothing was open. There was no stores open, there were no banks open, there were no post offices open, and stores would just open up on the 3rd or or the 4th. Now it's gotten a little bit shorter, you know, people keep working until the 28th maybe, and then, you know, the stores close on the 1st, but on the 2nd day they're open and whatnot, so... Yeah, so, um, and everybody goes home, so it's like, you know, everybody goes back to their to the countryside if they're from the countryside tokyo during new year's is is one of my favorite times because there's very few people here i don't know why you live in you know in japan where there are so many people if you don't like people you I seem don't... to be you know, an, an eremit you know you don't want to be alone uh, in a in a cave and it's in a way it's like growing yes. your beard i don't want to hear shit from you tit yeah. you're the one who looked like unabomber on dark matters halloween party <laughs> like iceman had this gray hoodie on and just pulled it over put some sunglasses on i'm like dude you're the unabomber <laughs> <laughs> someone has to be an inspiration no i like i like the anonymity that the big city offers me all right let's move on since it's just the two of us, I don't, I, I, we can't do all the new stuff that we want to cover. I did want to cover something that might be relevant, and I have a feeling that uh, there's going to be a future Flipper app in it. This, this, this is so typical of Flipper app coming up for this one. I know, right? This, so yeah. Mousejack, which is an, almost an eight-year-old um, vulnerability uh, initially found by the guys at Bastille, Mark Newland, yeah. He released the initial white paper eight years ago. And Mousejack, for those who are not known, um, when you have a wireless keyboard, there, you know, there's a lot of wireless keyboard back then that came with like a dongle. It wouldn't connect over Bluetooth or, or any other known protocol. They had their own proprietary protocol. Logical, Logitech uh, were known for this, that they have the unified communicator uh, dongle. And you basically connected over that. Microsoft, they had their own proprietary dongle that had their proprietary protocol. They all used the two-form premium gigahertz band, right? Mark Newland found a way to listen into the radio frequencies that could do key logging to a certain degree. And it also could, I think, uh, connect and send keystrokes. Um, because Isn't that part of that thing that someone else did that was with ClickJack, you know, yeah, that took over presenters, logistic presenters, right? Right, right. It's 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 the same similar similar concept, right? Concept because back then, you know, and still is the um, Nordic semiconductor, the NRL of twenty four L was a very widely known chip that all these transceivers used uh, because that was like a cheap chip to provide a mechanism 
to do wireless data transmission between the two devices, right? Basically, they came up with a bunch of um, ways of of listening into it, and then Crazy Radio came in without their USB dongle, utilized the same chip that had an that had an antenna, so it had an amplified version, right? So it, it wasn't like a small dongle that you plug into a PC. This one was much more powerful, you know, make it possible to do packet sniffing and injection uh, attacks, right? So Mousejack was was very popular for a while, but now Mark Newland pointed out that back then, Mousejack was focusing on the proprietary or the yeah the proprietary protocol based not based but used by these vendors uh, using a twenty four gigahertz dongle. Yeah, the wireless. But they're all non Bluetooth, right? Protocols. Yeah, yeah. Now, now with the proliferation of oh, prolifia prolif whatever. Bluetooth is say, now... Say that it once again, yeah. seven times fast for me. <laughs> now, because everything is Bluetooth, they re went back and did a similar research surrounding Bluetooth keystroke injection on Android, Linux, Mac OS, and iOS. Um, they got a CV, a CV 20234-5866. Don't you need your glasses for that? Yeah, I do. But... <laughs> Even I, can I, zoom, I can zoom in. Huh? <laughs> like, yeah, it's like always big. <laughs> big fonts. <laughs> big letters. So uh, Mark revisited his research and started with, uh, you know, gaming keyboards and whatnot. And then he went to Apple's Magic Keyboard. Then I started doing all this other stuff. And he ended up finding similar keystroke injection vulnerabilities in Linux and Android. And he, he started to think that it wasn't an implementation bug, but it was more of a protocol flaw. Turns out that it's a little bit of both. The vulnerability works by tricking the Bluetooth host machine, which means the, the device you're connecting to with a fake keyboard without user confirmation, right? The unpatched devices are, are vulnerable if they are Bluetooth enabled. On the Linux side, it has to be discoverable and connectable. And then on iOS and macOS, it has to be enabled and a magic keyboard has been paired before. So it's it's still very limited. I mean, not the Mac OS side might be a little bit more vulnerable in a sense that a magic keyboard, which is their regular. The, I, I can imagine like, you know, if the, an Android the, device is like that shit, you know, I mean, how right. they could do like this. If you have connected this to your Mac, your Mac is vulnerable, but the likelihood yeah. of people connecting this to their iOS devices is a little bit lower because only writers... Maybe iPads. Yeah, iPads, definitely. Yeah. This and an iPad is one of my favorite writing. Yeah. It's, it's... So anyone who noticed this show right now can see how El Cantaro is bragging about his wealth. You know, he's an Apple fanboy and showing off his enormous amount of money that he spends on those peripherals. Yeah, I don't want to. Do you have a big screen as well, boy? I I didn't make millions for myself of the Proxmark. So. <laughs> <laughs> what you, yeah, what, I see, wish. What, see, this is not fair because what people don't see is that that's the room in that gigantic castle you built <laughs> in the outskirts of uh, in, in in the middle of nowhere, of Sweden. With all that Proxmark money you made. People people from down the village point at that and it's like, yeah, that's Iceman and it's Proxmark Castle. It's just sort of a little room to make it like more relatable. And I know it. Your, your house is so fucking huge. I can see it on Google Earth. It's like this big blinking thing in the middle of nowhere in Sweden. I think you're sadly mistaking me for dark matter. <laughs> No, uh, I was thinking about the, you know, what you talk about, right? Talking about right now with Bluetooth with CV, 
Isle Mouse Jack. What's this called? Is it called Mouse Jack? Yeah, it called? is called Mouse Jack. This is so going to be an app uh, for. Uh, I know, right? I mean, it's it is it is just... keyboard injections on flippers. Like you know, I, you already I have Robert your bad USB. It is it is waiting to be a flipper app, right? Another of those nasty apps. But, so know, so far, what Mark has found is that Pixel Seven Six uh, Seven running Android Fourteen, Six running Android Thirteen, Four A running Android Thirteen, Pixel Two running Eleven, Android Ten. They're all vulnerable. Linux is even vulnerable uh, for some of the Ubuntu's. Uh, Chrome OS isn't, but there's a patch for Blues. Mac OS, MacBook Pro Air, both running Mac OS Twelve and Thirteen are vulnerable. And all of this has been disclosed. Like Mark, you disclosed it with the vendors. The vendors have a pre. In December six, so three days ago, this was a public disclosure. So the this is waiting to be a flipper app, right? Uh, the amount of shit that I had for this spamming thing, it was big threads on on Twitter about uh, you know the moral or you know some people was blaming you know the <coughs> vendors don't do shit and then the specs and then how you do it and you know all that stuff. And this, I was like, yeah. This is another fiery pit to be to be started up. You know, this is uh, it's going to be burning again. It's going to be a nice Christmas for people. I mean, given the fact that when if the first mouse jack came out eight years ago, I remember. I'm, I'm sure some of the viewers here are too young to even be born back then. But <laughs> <laughs> when the first mouse jack came out, I remember it being a big news items you know there are a lot of tools divided you know remember when the clickers you know the presenter clickers and mm -hmm. stuff like that came out and they were like hijacking that and you know disrupting people's presentations and stuff like that and i think it was a defcon saying like please don't use this and all that stuff yeah and so cutting off projectors and shit and you know considering the fact that there is no one required you a little bit of more hardware prowess yeah. for the people to in integrate now given the fact that there is the there's a flipper out there, you know, you don't have to do like, like the, if you if you read the original mouse jack GitHub readme, right? It says you have to flash the NRF 24LU1 plus chip with the bootloader and then rewrite the firmware over it. And they provide you a tool or, you know, rewrite the Logitech unifying dongle or a Tinsy with SPI. I mean, all of this is now compared to like, somebody's going to write this up and release it as a, as an app. It's on the Flipper App Store, you know, she has to download it from there. It's a different store, isn't it? It's like the same thing with uh, Apple. Um, what was it? Apple, uh, what do you call this little tracker things? What was that called again? AirTags. Yeah. AirTags, yeah, yeah. Those, yeah. you know, when we hacked them for the first time. And yeah. that's still, that's a hardware thing, you know, have to hook yeah. up the AirTag and, you know, doing things. And you can flash it with your own firmware and do more fun things, of course. Uh, in my world, there's a lot of Bluetooth things, you know, that's enabled and stuff like that. And, you know, there are some presentations uh, about uh, how to disrupt and, and dis disturb Bluetooth enabled readers. That took some effort to do. You know, if other platform is there and people just want to do it and figure shit out, they will be able to do it. Yeah. Even if they so... have a IFRF or whatever you use today. Like, yeah. I expect a lot more chaos next year around BLE. BLE was dead for a while. It's making a comeback for some odd reason, I feel like. And we had, you know, yeah. we had we had we had people commenting on the on the flipper video about, you know, they blame the protocol or they blame 
the vendor implementation. I think it's a little bit of both of one of those ends. Um, but you know, once again, you know, where convenience overruled security, you know. Well, I think, and I mean, Bluetooth has been around for 20 years now, right? Yeah. About in the middle of 90s, some of the stacks became a little bit easier because I remember trying to do things and I didn't understand the whole software and SDKs. And, and then given today, there's so much more easily for uh, the entry. We mentioned it before, entry to, to do things is so much simpler. I think many of those protocols that were invented in the 90s and year 2000, which has been as a mature product lines nowadays, things that's, you know, in the standard of a protocol, that's how it works. And then someone comes up with a device that can do more disruptive instead of following the protocol. It's like, yes, let me inject multiple of these packages and, oh, you got a crappy protocol. And it's like, it was not designed for this. I know, right? I mean, it's 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 the Y2K bug all over again, right? I was like, I mean... Oh, speaking of which, the, the next bug coming up in 2038 is getting right. closer, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's only 14 years to that one now. I, I hope to be away from the screen by then. Protocol implementations. I think there's an, a bunch of new people having access to other mobile platforms. And I, that, that too, but I also think what has happened is that the tools surrounding the, the protocol research is now much more available. Right? Yeah. You, you yeah. don't have to be like a die hardcore reverse engineer with a bunch of dongles and probes that yeah, look yeah, into sure. things that are flying in the air. Like, you know, like I showcased the uh, BLE sniffer from, from Adafruit, right? I mean, uh, that connects directly into Wireshark. So, I mean, that was a hard thing to do previously, right? So. Yeah, for sure. I think it's also before that technology was guarded by big corporations, right? Like yeah. Apple and Android and Google and that, and Ericsson and Sony and, and Huawei. And, you know, they limited what you could do because that's the purpose, you know, make sure that nobody's going to break the protocol. And now you get a whole heap of small devices. That's it's insanely simple to program and enhance because they have adopted the same way of thinking, you know, the model of, of software deployments, make your space and make your own small add-ons and stuff like that. I think that has changed so much. So all that is out of control, like before was guarded by this big corpse. It's now in the hands for, you know, it's like, it's like the cyberpunk future when you see a Japanese cyberpunk movie from the 90s, you know, <laughs> whatever. And, you know, you see this, you know, big corp taking over and then there's the legal hackers who's doing their own shit. That is almost what it is today. Yeah. I uh, think it's also that general basic computer literacy has gone up significantly. Yeah. I don't know that. I would argue differently where I would say, so? com you know, I'm looking at my own kids. They're very good at using computers, but they have fuck no clue of how a computer actually works and would be able to understand and pinpoint things out on a circuit board. Yeah, yeah, but that's, I mean, that's the whole discussion we had off the air a long time ago, I guess, that if... Yeah, we did. If, it, uh, same if, yeah. if the computers are water, how many people want to be plumbers, right? Yeah. But I think, but I think the entry to barrier, like, for a long time, the stuff that we did looked like magic to people who, yeah. who didn't use computers. Still is. I mean, okay, it's, it's, but I think the baseline has gone up a little bit. Everybody who's watching us has <laughs> skills. So I right. think everyone can, can leave a comment in, in, in below and on, in the chat. I don't think my kids understand what I do. 
but if I give them an app or whatever, they can run it right. and, you know, do things, but they wouldn't be afraid of using it. Like mm. before someone didn't want to touch a computer right, right, right. for that, you know, zero threshold for that's like, well, yeah, I'm going to do that. You know, I'm going to run that. I'm doing that. We're fighting against 20 second TikTok dance videos. So that's, that's, that's going to be hard, right? <laughs> that's the world we live in, I think. But I think, I think, you know, the tools are now much easier to use. You know, there's much more information out there. If I go to YouTube and I do, hold on, let me just do that for a second. See how many hits I get. Bluetooth hacking. How many videos do I get for that? Yeah, there's like a there's like a shit ton of videos. And so, tons of them are showing Arduinos and uh, right, which yeah. allows you to here here's an uh, Eno file and you know just flash it. Yeah, I mean like Kismet now is what way more wider in in coverage. You know you can use Kismet to take Bluetooth stuff. So like I said, I mean yeah, you can. I don't, I, I, I hate when so-called experts, like there's a new story by the double SOC TV, Charlotte, North yeah. Carolina, uh, they have a blog post about because of the travel seasons coming up that, you know, experts highlight the dangers of Bluetooth hacking while traveling. They, they had an expert go to the Charlotte Douglas airport, um, <laughs> and scan for Bluetooth devices. And he has come Whoa. back. It's like in the five minutes, I have 570 entries of devices of people with Bluetooth on, and they go into this whole spiel of that, you know, Bluetooth is vulnerable, uh, that evil people can do evil things on you. And the final advice that the expert calls says, if you don't need Bluetooth, don't use it. That's not an answer, right? That's, that's a just, solid advice. Very. <laughs> that's like solid. saying, that's like, if you don't want to be hacked, don't use computers and go up in the mountains and hide from society. Right? Yeah. That's a, that's a solution, isn't it? If you have a, if you have a smartwatch, a lot of people do, they have either, you know, a pixel watch or an, or an Apple watch, or, or I have a Garmin, you know, or Sunto or anybody, right? There's a lot of Bluetooth watches out there or a lot of smart watches that use Bluetooth. I mean, you got to turn it off and not get a notification on your watch because that's why you bought it for, right? Or headphones. I mean, how many wired headphones do you see at the airport? Not many, right? Right. Old fashioned people like me, you know, it's like, <laughs> or, or audio files, right? Like, oh, it's better on over cable, you know, I mean, just like, oh, yeah, it's like, well, yeah. go play their things. <laughs> yeah. Small and it's the same, it's go. the same argument I had with, 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 you know, when we were talking about the flipper in our previous video says saying, well, don't use Apple is not an edgy answer it's it's like it's a stupid answer it's an it's not an expert opinion uh she, she has good like this for blue chip scanner for people who doesn't know it uh normally mobile phones and everything has a random uh, id so yeah it will actually change every time you scan it so you know you will get very much more and everybody has at least one of your phones your mo your laptop has a bluetooth your watch, smart your watch. tile, or you know your location tracker device, your ad tag, and all that. Trust me, you have so many Bluetooth devices on you. Doesn't mean I mean since it's so widely spread, doesn't mean that it's bad technology. But people come up with a way to 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 misuse it. That's sad. And is it responsible to do that? We're you know looking at this hard, uh, what do you call this hard insulin pumps and hard pacemaker oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. things. Med medical devices, right? Yeah. But that sucks because, like I said, people running things has a zero knowledge in what we're doing. Is running something and things fun. But what I think is going to be for 2024 for this nowadays, 
they only use the built-in antennas and all that stuff. So mm. my prognosis is for 2024 is actually people to start using big-ass antennas for Bluetooth and starting to do this on a big range. Otherwise, you have to be within, you know, within line of sight. What is that? 25 to 50 meters or something like that. If you want to target one out of those 100 devices you're going to see yeah. in that field of view. So I think people are going to have a big ass antenna since that and make that more COVID. And then you're going to have a bigger problem because I think it was a DEFCON talk or 2010 or something like that. Kirsten Paget or something like that showing reading of a Bluetooth beamer or something like that beacon from two and a half kilometers away. You know, once you get the distance, that's the scary part, I think. When it's close and you have small antennas, it's, like it's just a new annoyance. And right. turning off Bluetooth I mean, is not the answer. When I, was doing, when I was doing research for for recreating the Apple BLE spammer on my ASP32, I was like, I'm, I plugged in my sniffer, the screen just lit up and 40% of my time was trying to sort out what, what signal I was looking for, right? I'm just like... Yeah. I was like, I was like this close to to actually purchasing a Faraday cage. I was just like, I need a Faraday cage for this because I like. So. Here's the thing: what you know how to do this, you know how to capture things. Same with dark matter. You can look at the PCAP file with Wireshark. You can look at that and see what you're looking for because you right. know how to identify things. However, most of the people who do this annoyances have no fucking clue. Mm. Just because there are no nuances out there, it's easily available tools, doesn't mean that they are competent. It's my whole circular argument now. No, but I, no, I think I think that's a valid point, and uh, but I also think that the availability and the basic knowledge on how to use these tools, right? Like if somebody twenty years ago we time traveled and gave him a flipper, they're gonna have a hard time trying to figure it out, right? Because there's no context surrounding it, right? You know, they would be able to run it very easily because you know, super simple UI. But they wouldn't know what's going on. And they would have been more curious 20 or 30 years ago. They would have wanted to know how does this actually take. Well, it's not like on the same con, you know, where it was the hardware oriented, where everybody's very you know, mm. interested. In. But at DEFCON, for instance, it's another conference you attend, right? Yeah. It's a lot of people there, but how many of them actually do know this stuff? I don't say that they have to know it. I'm just saying that it's a level of knowledge that is not there. But I think the availability of knowledge. Is a lot. Yes, yes. Is a lot easier to compare to. Yes, like you said, you have what about several thousand hits on, on on YouTube for things. So next year, I think we'll see a lot more Bluetooth packs coming out. So I think that was a good talk about the Bluetooth stuff. Um, one little notification I want to do is that I got these. I got these. Can you see that? Hey, look at those. Those are some beautiful that? pins. Can you see that? Great Scott gadgets. That's a hack RF one in a pin. For the SDR fans in your life, if you're looking for gifts for their Christmas, where could they get those beauties? Accessories.com. It's like that right there. Right there. So this is hard to do. <laughs> I figured out those are great. How much do you think they are? They're about 14 euros. That's so, a perfect gift. I know, right? 16 US dollars straight. Wonderful job. Yeah, I love it. It's fucking awesome.